Welcome to Gay Men's Podcast, G-Pod News. I'm Michael Roberts. It is Friday, March 8th, 2019 at 10 a.m. In the morning, of course. Um, it's cold here in Southern California. Of course, it's not as cold as some of the other parts in the United States, but it is cold. It isn't wet yet, but... We've been getting a lot of water, like I've been saying all the time. Anyways, again, welcome to Gaiman's Podcast, G-Pod News. So on today's episode, we will be going through some news that may be interesting to you. Um, We actually have a lot of news and cool geeky things that are happening. Um, And then we'll uh, touch on Pasta Doesn't Make You Fat. Um, according to a new Italian study. So, um, let me find my phone. I do have one uh, question for today. In fact, I had a whole bunch, but this one made me laugh so hard. I'm just going to do this one. This is all the time we have for. Okay. So, the question, and I'm not going to say the name because this is, you'll hear. Okay, so this is the question. So, it's more like a statement, but it is this question. So, it says... I need a man who is well employed. Am I shallow? In this day and age? No, you're not shallow. Now, he doesn't have to be employed as long as he's either going to school full time or employed or trying to make money, doing a business, you know, uh, helping, I don't know, around the house, I guess. As long as he's not lazy. And, you know, I laughed about this question because a lot of people are like, oh, hey, I need a man that has money. Um, You didn't say that you said that you needed a man that works. So you're not like, oh, he doesn't have to be a millionaire as long as he has a job or something. Um, So as long as you're in that key term, you know, or something, you know, he's not just not doing shit. Um, No, you're not shallow. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> agree with that. Um, and so, yeah, I just thought that was funny. So, uh, in Orange County, California, not Orange County, Florida, Orange County, California, there is a third district vacancy election, which the third district supervisor seat is vacant. So there is a um, vacancy election, uh, which starts uh, today. And uh, goes through Monday, March 11th for early voting. Um, Election day is Tuesday, March 12th from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. And, of course, if uh, you are uh, getting your ballots in the mail, make sure that you mail your ballots back out after filling them out. Um, I wasn't going to say anything, but, you know, uh, I ran for a position. I pulled out, you know, pretty easy. Haha, <laughs> I pulled out. <laughs> but no, 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 I pulled out just because of... I just didn't want to do it. It freaking sounds stupid to me. Anyways, it is funny how many people love to tell you how you should have voted, judge, judging the political, you know, uh, environment. Yet, you know, when... Whether you vote or not is public record, and that's really easy to find out. You just call your register of voters, 
you know, get a list, you know, you need a legitimate reason, like, oh, you're going out for city council or something, but you can pull a list, it's public knowledge, and those people are the ones who are bitching about the way you voted or the way you didn't vote, yet they're registered to vote, but they haven't voted in the last four or five elections, you know, uh, primaries are midterm elections, or in this case, these uh, vacancy elections, they just don't vote. But yet they're the ones that are judging you for voting or hassling you for voting or to vote one way or the other. I think that's freaking stupid. You know, there's people in this country that can't vote because they are considered um, uh, undocumented or illegal or whatever their situation is. They can't vote. And you are registered to vote. You love getting the piece of paper inside the mail, but you don't turn in your shit. Or you don't go to the voting stand. Yet you're one to judge. I think that's fucking stupid. Um, I'm going to start posting names. That's illegal though. But I can't do that. I'm the, uh, you know, I know you. <laughs> I really do know if you uh, voted or not. It's public record. Anywho. Let's get into horror fandom um, right now. That's not whore. Horror fandom. So, Robert England says he might do one more A Nightmare on Elm Street film. Um, as some of you oldies know, um, he's the original, and in my opinion, the best Freddy Krueger. Um, so yeah, recently he said that he's, you know, more than willing to do a new Nightmare on Elm Street, which would be cool. Um, now, Freddy isn't my best, I don't know horror villain um michael myers is of course michael myers is from halloween and of course i love jamie lee curtis and the new halloween that came out i thought was brilliant um i'm glad that she's still doing it of course she was the first she was in the very first film um halloween so robert is 71 years old um he was born on june 8th 1947 so again Robert England, if you do do a film, please do it soon, because we want to see it. Um, If you're wondering, Jamie Lee Curtis is 60 years young. She was born on November 22nd, 1958, and she's from Halloween. Remember, there's a difference. So, A Nightmare on Elm Street is Freddy Krueger, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was in Halloween, which is with Michael Myers. Um, I love when I go to events and people are... Oh, yeah, I love those movies. I love how Michael blah, blah, blah. No, I'm talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. Michael's from Halloween. I love Halloween. Don't talk shit about Michael. Anyways, um, let's see here. Uh, I forgot to turn on my phone when I did this. Okay. Um, If you're interested, there's a new Kickstarter for some really something creepy and maybe we'll put this on one of our websites. Um, it's called Little Sophie by Henson Robotics. Um, it looks like a Barbie doll was... I don't know. Turned into a robot. I don't know. If you're into, you know, investing in, uh, you know, uh, robot companies. And I have invested in a robot company. But I still haven't gotten my robot after three years. Which is a different story. There's a whole bunch of people pissed off at this company. Um, including, you know, some bigger companies like Disneyland and schools and all this stuff. 
because they haven't like done anything. But that's that that's another story. But if you are interested into investing in uh, you know companies and what I mean investing, giving your money for you know startups and stuff like that, uh, they are on Kickstarter and it is called Little Sophie by Henson Robotics. Look at it, you'll be scared as f. No joke. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge update, which I am so excited for. I went on the website trying to do all these things, which I'll talk about in a minute. And of course, it's not up yet. So what's the new news? Well, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney- Disneyland Park in Anaheim will be open May 31st. So that's right. It's actually a month before it was supposed to open, it is now going to open on May 31st. But there's a kicker. If you want to see the park, you have to have a, of course, a valid entry uh, park ticket admission. And of course, you have to have a reservation. It's a no cost reservation, but you still have to get a res- reservation. Um, so to visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park between May 31st, 2019, and June 23rd, 2019, guests need a valid theme park admission and will be required to make a no-cost reservation subject to avail- availability to access the land. Um, guests staying at one of the three Disneyland Resort hotels during these dates will receive a uh, uh, designated reservation to access Star Wars Galaxy Edge during their stay one reservation per registered guest. Valid theme park admission is required. Info on how to make a reservation and details about reservations will be available at a later date. So we're going to be watching the story because, of course, we want to go as soon as possible. So, um, I mean, it's going to be like an everyday watching this kind of deal. Like, uh, you know, every day just log in. Nope, nope, they haven't opened it yet. So, uh, if you're as excited as me, it is opening uh, May 31st, and it's only by reservation from May 31st to June 23rd. Anything after June 23rd, there is no reservation. So, that's good news. Um, We're going to take a little break, and then we have, like, tons more stuff to talk to to you about, including SpaceX, uh, Crew Dragon information, and then, of course, we're going to be talking about... Uh, pasta doesn't make you fat. Study from Italian scientists. I'll be right back, guys. Welcome back to Gaming's Podcast, GPod News. I'm Michael Roberts. So, SpaceX Crew Dragon successfully departed the ISS at 1132 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time last night, which we were up at that time, and we kind of stayed up until it, you know, touched down um, last night and splashed down this morning at 5.45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, completing its Demo 1 mission. Um, so if you guys have aren't familiar with this, uh, SpaceX created a Crew Dragon, um to launch astronauts into outer space from 
U.S. soil, which hasn't been done until like two, ever since 2011. So, uh, um, once Ripley, SpaceX's self-named anthropomorphic test device data, is downloaded and reviewed, we will update this story. Um, again, this brings manned space uh, flight capabilities back to the United States and NASA, who have been using other countries, mostly Russia, by the way, to carry our a- astronauts to the ISS, which is the International Space Station, if you don't know what ISS is, um, ever since the end of the shuttle program in late 2011. It's estimated that there will be a savings of about 30 to $50 million per astronaut, per flight and of course this is so big because it is a private company bringing they're they're already bringing materials to iss through a a a dragon capsule this is their dragon this is their crew dragon which is the crew capsule that is being tested um uh uh you know to show their flight capabilities to nasa who is supposed to be using it they already have two astronauts that are um, you know, uh, getting ready to gear up for, um, Demo Flight 2, which is in June, May, June, July, something like that. I'll have to update this stuff for you. I can't remember on the top of my head, but this is cool. I mean, SpaceX Crew Dragon touched, I mean, did everything by itself. It's a fully automated thing. There's going to be new, uh, more information about this story. And of course, our newspaper, which I have right here, which the story is not finished yet because it hasn't been done being written. But uh, it'll be on our front cover of GPod News, which is the March edition of GPod News, which will be sent out on Sunday. So if you... Uh, want to get one of these newspapers they're at four select uh, locations throughout orange county in los angeles as of right now um in the upcoming weeks we will be able to uh have uh mail order subscriptions for the newspapers um the newspapers do have information that is not on the website um and stuff like that pictures and stuff like that though it is you know we only have rights to print we don't have rights to air on uh you know the website Anywho, since we're going to be talking about uh, pasta doesn't make you fat, um, study from Italian scientist, I thought this was pretty informative. Um, sleeping fixes the body's T-cells, which helps the immunity, of course. Um, so in a German um, uh, uh, study, um, getting seven to eight hours of sleep helps you stay healthy including adding to your t-cells which of course helps your immunity your body's immunity um so i thought that was very interesting since we're going to be talking about pasta you know sleeping is one of those things too is that you know and i didn't sleep last night was as up all night so excited about spacex um which was cool to watch you got to see it you know on dock from iss and all that stuff i'm still on spacex sorry guys um so yeah, so sleep is of course important, and now there's a new study showing that it helps your T cells um, and your immune system. So pasta does not make you fat. Study from Italian scientists: over 23,000 people in Italy were studied and found that higher pasta intake was not associated with a raised body mass index (BMI). 
according to the INHES Italian uh, nutrition, nutrition and Health Survey. Um, INHES, I guess they're doing HE for health. Okay. I was just wondering how their, you know, abbreviation corresponds with their actual name. Anyways, yeah, this is the first time... Well, I've read it before, but this is the first time I'm actually noticing it. Anyways, um, BMI is the widely used way to measure a person's body fat based on a person's height and weight, as well as waist-to-hip ratio. A lot of people don't know that the waist-to-hip ratio is important. Because if you're wider from, you know, hip to hip, um, and also from waist to hip, you know, uh, your body fat actually changes. Um, a lot of people don't know that because they're kind of, you know, oh, you don't look like me, so you're, you're fat. Yeah, I'm fat. This fat ass is going to kick your ass, too. Anyways, um, in a quote from one of the researchers, um... From the study, it says, as a traditional uh, component of the Mediterranean diet, pasta consumption was negatively associated with BMI and is associated with a lower prevalence of overweight and obesity. Um, So basically, they're just saying, oh, hey, you know, when we did our study, people that ate excessive amounts of um, pasta did not affect their uh, their overall weight and BMI. Um, hold on, there's another quote that's not up here. Um, so another scientist goes to say in the last de- decade in Italy, despite the strong efforts to promote the Mediterranean diet, that means that Italy wants to promote this kind of diet, a progressive change occurred in eating habits. Pasta consumption has been decreased as a con- uh, concept of low carbohydrates and high protein diets, diets against obes- obes- obesity, oh my god, emerged. However, the debate of hypocaloric, high protein diets versus low fat and standard uh, carbohydrate diets in the um, management of body weight and the health implications uh, is still open. So basically, they're saying, uh, you know, they're trying to study shows that, you know, people that have a higher intake of um, pasta are not overweight. But apparently in Italy, you know, it's all about these low carb crap. Um, So uh, I thought that was very interesting. So if you do eat a lot of pasta, in fact, I, I make a lot of pasta. In fact, maybe the little snippet for this uh, this podcast will be some of the pasta that I make. Now, I make seafood pasta, um, which a lot of people don't know uh, about uh, or they, they just don't like. But I like seafood pasta. A whole bunch of garlic, a whole bunch of seafood pasta, white wine sauce. Delicious. Delicious. Anyways, I think that's going to do it for us. We had a limited amount of time today. We're going to be so busy. I'm going to be so busy today. We actually have an, an event coming up on Sunday. Um, I know it's Friday, but I still have to print out these newspapers, get them out, and stuff like that. Um, uh, yes, I know. I got it. I got it. So, 
So if you had a question for us, you can go ahead and call 714-610-7128, extension 4, for all your questions that I can answer on the air um, to help you out. Uh, If you want to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr, it is at GayMensPodcast. If you want to email me, it's Mike at GayMensPodcast.com. I think that's going to do it for us today. Uh, I hope you got some kind of higher education from this, uh, you know, short but sweet podcast. Um, Stay dry out there. Stay warm. And have a good Friday. Don't drink too much tonight. No, you know, calling me if you're arrested or whatever. I don't have money to bail you out. Trust me. All my money is put into... uh, Well, that's anyways. None of your business. Okay, guys. Have fun. Have a safe Friday. Bye.